0: Hi, and welcome to this week's edition of Uber Tales. This is Justin Pilgrim, your host. And I am so excited about today's uh, little podcast that we're going to be hearing about. It is a wonderful tale of two stories of when girls get absolutely too drunk to understand what is going on. Now, just as a preface, you know, when you're handling people who are inebriated, you need to be awfully careful that you don't get yourself in trouble, and that at the same time, you get them home safely and into their house, and so they're not on... The floor of their steps or anything like that and so occasionally you have a drunk individual whether it's a man or one who doesn't know what is going on luckily so far i have 2600 rides under my belt and not one person has thrown up in my car of which i am super happy and uh so yeah i am going to start so the first story i'd like to share was last week and I'm driving around, doing my thing, boo-doo-doo, just bebopping around. Uh pick up these fun El Salvadorian types. Uh, one's from El Salvador, or two's from El Salvador, one's from Colombia, and another one's from Dominican Republic. And we were listening to some Spanish gems all the way to the brew house. All right, so Canadian Brew House is pretty much the it place right now during COVID and Red Deer, and it's... Uh, as good as it's ever going to get right now. So the big thing right now is to be able to sit there and, you know, enjoy yourself. So I drive this crew, there's about four of them, and they are happening. They're partying, they're having a good time, and... They get to the brew house and they see their friend. They're like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. I can't believe this is happening. And they're just hugging and loving each other. And they're like, oh, we got we got a ride for you. We got a ride for you. So the one girl comes back. Hey, can you drive her friend home? And I'm like, yeah, yes, I, I can drive her home. And this is a learning point. Doing favors for people is a nice thing to do. However, the most important thing is knowing the destination to which you are going. So I go to the to person number one, um, the, the friend of the friend, and she's like, can you drive my friend home? I'm like, yeah, sure, as long as she knows where she lives. And uh, and I meant that as a joke, all right? So I think you can see where this is coming. And so she said, like, oh, yeah, she knows where she lives. It's perfect. All right, so this is how it's going to be. So friend B comes in. She comes in. Uh, she's got her clothes on, which is good sometimes it's that's not how drunk people uh survive the night but she was well clothed however she did have an accident so she spilled some drink all down her front and it was all wet and kind of gross luckily it was not throw up because i would have just barfed um i do not handle smells well so anyway luckily uh it was just like i don't know some alcohol pop of some sort probably some fancy fruity drink um probably strawberry something anyway spilled down front of her dress or shirt whatever it was and uh yeah so she gets in the car i'm like hey i'm justin and she's like hi and i'm like how was your night fine and then so that's the start and so so she looks at me and i look at her i'm like would you like any songs to play or anything and yeah i like to play music so she picks a song and she's jiving to this song, and she loves this song. She's feeling this song, and you know she's like, "Ooh, I love this song." And she's being kind of weird, but whatever. People are do their thing, <laughs> and uh, so she's enjoying the song. And then I'm like, the song ends. I'm like, Would you like another song? Yeah, I would. I'm like, but I need to know where you live. And she's like, I live in Mishner. I'm like, Oh, okay. So this is the start of where It gets a little bit weird, so we're driving along, listening to the jams, having a good time, kind of because she's kind of just kind of there, you know. And uh, I'm like, okay, so we are now close to Mitchner, can you tell me where to go? I need your address, just go straight. I'm like, okay, so we go straight. We drive a little farther. I'm like, would you like me to turn left or right here? She's like, I'll turn right. I like, so we turn right. Let me drive down a little bit, turn left, turn left. Okay, so we turn left. Finally, we get to the end of Michener, which isn't necessarily the goal. The goal is to get her to her house. And I look at her and I say, I need to know where you live. And she looks at me and says, I can't. I'm like, that's okay, I just need to know where you live. I need to take you to your house. No, we shouldn't. I'm like, no, we... Okay, now this is now now it's steering into a weird direction. I'm like, there's nothing weird going on. All I am doing is taking you to your house. But I can't. I'm like, it's not... Nothing's going to happen. I just need to get you to your house. I'll be fine. I'm like, you are clearly not fine. I can't just leave you on the side of the road... In the middle of Michener somewhere, because you don't know where you are. (sighs) Fine. I mean, no. I'm like, so I look at her, and I say, "Um, do you have any ID on you? You know, because if she's not gonna tell me where she lives, I need to find out where she lives." (sighs) Oh my lord, what am I gonna do? So I look at her, I'm like, "Okay, you know what we're gonna do? What are we gonna do?" We are gonna go back to the brew house. We're gonna find your friends, and maybe they know where you live. Does that sound like a good idea? Yeah, sounds like a good. Idea. Okay, this is what we're gonna do. Yeah. Then I thought to myself, well, that's stupid. Maybe she has her ID on her, and maybe she doesn't know. Maybe she has a purse. I'm like, do you have a purse? I don't know. I have a purse. So I turn on the lights. Sure enough, there's a purse out of feet. I'm like, I'm going to look through your purse. I hope you don't mind, but I need to see if your ID is in here. Is that okay? Oh, this is where you live. Oh, this is a great thing. We are about three blocks away from your house, which isn't two, well, maybe five. But five blocks away from your house, and it's actually not hard to get to. I will drive you there. That's okay. That's oh, okay. But we can't. I'm like, I'm just taking you to your house. So I drive, get to her house. And then she falls asleep. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, you need to wake up. You need to wake up. Wake up. You need to wake up. I'm awake, I'm awake. I'm going to walk you to your house. Alright, so we start walking up to... steps and we get to her door i'm like here's your door and then she says to me i don't know how to get in like, what do you mean you don't know how to get in you open the door you have to take your keys put them in the thing and turn them and then your door will open i don't have my keys oh my gosh so now i'm in a dome i don't know what to do i'm sitting there like oh my gosh this is not good think, think, think. But somehow, a brainwave switched on. You know what she did? She opened her door. It's amazing. She didn't lock her door. Thank goodness, because she's no way they were going to find her keys. They were probably in her purse, but whatever. And she got home safely. I said, you're home. You are in your house. Goodbye. And then shut the door. Off I went. Oh, my gosh. What a crazy little adventure that was and that that whole story in this was like six minutes long in reality that was like a span of a half an hour it was just the weirdest situation i've had in one year doing this the next story i like to talk about just happened last night and it was an interesting one um i pick up this couple and it seems like they're on a tinder date okay have at it you know do what you gotta do drive all the way to sylvan lake drive out to sylvan lake Drop him off at Buckwilds. And she's like, this guy's a douche. I don't like him. I am not going to be with this guy. I'm like, that's fine. That's up to you. If you need me to come and get you, just give me a ring. I'll come and get you. Okay, but don't be too far. I'm like, okay. So I drive back to Red Deer. It's about 25 minutes away, so it's not too bad. Do my thing. And uh, she phones or she texts. Can you come get me? I'm like, from where? But the problem is, is this new generation of people, they don't seem to like to text back. And, um, which makes it difficult because it is one of those things that, um, when I text and I said, I'm going to be about 20 minutes, is that okay? Somebody has to text back and say yes or no. And so then the big thing is, is that, um, I need to know if I'm supposed to be there or not. So she never texts back. So then I text the and nobody and then oh is it Gong Show. Long story short, I phone, never answer her phone, then phone again, never answer the phone, then phone, and then the guy answered. He's like, Oh, we're fine. I'm like, oh, okay, you're fine. No problem. So I don't have to go. Which is fine. Good. So I do my thing and then come get me. I come get me now. I'm at sixty seventh casino. I'm like, Okay, I'm gonna be about ten minutes. Is that okay? Never text back, never so I drive all the way there and get there. Sure enough, I'm like, I'm here, but my tech, my phone's not working. Anyway, long story short, she actually didn't need me. It was, I don't know, a, re- a drunk text or something. So, off I went, continuing on my day, blah, 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 blah. 2.30 in the morning rolls around. So, she's been going hard probably since 1.30, 2.30 with this dude. And I thought it was a Tinder date. So that's And I thought it was going south, but then I guess it didn't go south. So, that's good, I guess. And then um, 2.30 in the morning, come pick me up. I come and I get to the destination, and she is devastated. She's crying. There's booger and snot and tears all over the place, and she is a mess. And I'm thinking to myself, what in the world? I go, is everything okay? He's dead! He died! I'm like, who's dead? Who died? I think his, I don't know what his name was. We'll call him Bill. Bill, he's dead. Oh my gosh. Why does this always happen to me? He's dead. He's dying. Oh my gosh. I'm like, do you know he's dead? Yeah, I know. I'm like, how do you know he's dead? Because I can't find him. I'm like, well, I literally saw him at the bar an hour ago. So he's probably not. I saw him an hour ago as well. I'm like, so he's probably alive. No, he's dead. I'm like, okay, so is it all right if I take you home? I don't want to go home. I'm like, I'm taking you home. So, drive her all the way to her house, and she's just crying, just sobbing. Like, I had a whole toilet paper or like Kleenex thing, and she just plowed through it. Like, it was like just gone. And so, just, oh, it's just, it's kind of nasty, actually, it's Just snot, and, oh. You know, and this is why you probably shouldn't do drugs and drink too much, kids. It's, uh, that's my public service now. It messes with you. Anyway, so she's crying and crying and crying. And I'm like, well, let's think about something happening. And he says, if he's not dead, I'm going to kill him. Oh, that's so mean to say. I can't believe I said that. And then she starts crying again. Like, what's something? You have a son. He needs you. He loves you. You love him. I love my son. So it goes on, and she's sobbing and sobbing. And it just goes on. I'm like, I can't do this. I, I don't want to go home. Like, it's getting close to three o'clock i need to go home and i'm like listen why do you think he's dead because i feel that he's dead okay i understand what we're going to do is i will walk you to your door and i will walk in the house with you just to make sure he's not dead i'll pay you thirty thousand dollars if you can prove he's alive i'm like well I, do you want me to phone the police? I could just phone them right now, see if there's any dead people. No, don't phone the cops. I'm like, okay, well, that's going to be a little bit harder. Well, why don't I just walk in? And, and so we have this back and forth in the car as she's just snotting everywhere. And uh, I go to her, listen, it's going to be okay. I will walk in, we'll open the door together, and we will find out if there's anybody in there. <gasps> okay. So we walk slowly, we get to the house, open the door, and I'm like, look, there's nobody dead. Oh, big relief, big sigh of relief comes over, she sits on the stairs, I'm like, I'm gonna go now. So okay, but then she hears scurrying in the house, she's like, there's another woman in here. (laughs) I'm like, would you like me to check if there's another woman in here? Yes, go check. I go up one and a half stairs, and there's Buddy standing right there. I'm like, hey, you're alive. Your wife's looking for you, and she thought you were dead. I'm going to go now, and you guys have an next day. And you could just tell that things were going to go down that I didn't want to be in. So I ran away as fast as I could. And, uh, yeah, that was an interesting story for me. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, yeah. I don't recommend mixing your drugs with alcohol, and especially if you have emotional issues uh, tied to that. Anyway, have a good day. This is Justin, the Uber guy, signing off.